Okay. All right. We're good. Uh, yeah. It's, I can't. Can you believe it's already halfway through July? I'm going to scream. Like, could we not with July? Can we just start over? Can we just like hard reset? Let's just do a do over on 2020. Sure. I don't, I don't think that's too much to ask. I don't think that's out of line. Do you think that people could like globally agree to just be like, and it's the year 2020, like at New Year, everyone's like, and it's 2021 again. I think they kind of did. Um, we're having the 2020 Olympics, the 2020 World Cup, all of the movies that were supposed to release in 20. I think people just did decide <laughs> that this is just 2020 again. Okay, so so yeah, so do so is that what we're gonna go, gonna go with? the subclass thing? Sure, fuck it, why not? Best subclasses. All right. All right, Kawabunga it is. Kawabunga. Welcome to proficiency bonus, the stupidest D and D podcast on the internet, or at least that's what we're going for. Uh, let us know how we achieve that by leaving a five star review, which we're gonna earn. Right now, I am Jonathan, also known as the Mad Maker, and with me, as always, shoving food in her mouth, is my co-host. <laughs> I'm Faye, also known as Mandari. Um, I'm the other host of this show. I'm eating shrimp right now. Eating shrimp. Yep. Over here, like I the bourgeoisie. I, I thought I could finish it fast enough. You, you, you know, you just, like, don't care. You, you're both, like... Eating shrimp like a millionaire, but also sticking your chopsticks vertically in, in your rice. Yeah, I know. Like a, <laughs> Which is a big fucking <laughs> war criminal. I know. It's it's a that's a very big no no, but you my, know. My point is it's hard to figure out where you lie class wise. Which is my segue into <laughs> what we're talking God about today. Damn it. Oh wow. Oh, wow. Once you said class-wise, I was like, God damn it. This is it. That's right. That's right. I slowly walked you over that cliff. Oh, my God. (laughs) We're talking about, thanks to a suggestion from Agent Holiday in the Twitch chat. That's right. We're going to start, like, in general, recording most of these live on Twitch. So check it out. Um, Twitch.tv slash The Mad Maker. You know, or just follow us. We'll get to all that at the end. Make sure you're following our shit, though. So that you can find these. But uh, thanks to Agent Holiday in the chat, we've got uh, a a topic we're going to discuss here. What are the best subclasses? And there will be no answers to follow-up questions as in how do we define best or blah, 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 blah. The question is, (laughs) what what is the best subclass subclass for each class? And I want an answer with no 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 clarification only feelings just however you Faye, arch Faye, rules lawyer of twitch (laughs) however you define what is the best class best subclass for each class okay well let me pull up a list of all of them i know agent holiday wants to to be known they said favorite but i'm saying best sure okay so um, starting alphabetically, Artificer, the best subclass is Alchemist. 100%. Incorrect. No, You're zero one... for one. <laughs> no matter what I said, you would have Battle said... Mechanic is the correct answer. You get... I uh, hate Battlesmith. I, here's here's ba- my feelings. Yeah. 
Here's my feelings about Battlesmith and um, Armorer. I don't really have this much of a feeling around Artillerist, and I don't have this feeling around Alchemist at all. It is that those subclasses are very steampunky, sci-fi, high-tech. Correct. That is why they are best. And no, I like fantasy shit. I want to have fantasy shit in my fantasy game. I, I don't want to have fucking robots. Get them out of here. I want magic. I want my Garthen agrees Defender. with me. Lord Garthen in chat agrees that Alchemist is 100% the best uh, artificer subclass. So fucking fight me. <laughs> I am fighting you. And I by my side is my Iron Defender. His name you, is Chadwick, and he takes the form of various animals depending on how many times I have to rebuild him. You literally have a fucking mech. Like, what? Come on, man. <laughs> Get that anime-ass bullshit out of my d It's less of, of my like, D&D a game. mech and more like Baymax. It's like... But it is a mech, though. Like, it is 100% a mech. That is exactly what it is. You, you can't pilot it. It's not a mech that you get in. It's like a mech that you've built. Isn't that a mech by definition? I don't think like so. Like, you get in it and pilot it? I think it. maybe then I'm thinking maybe more like Gundam or something. I don't know. There is a word. Right. Is, don't, isn't Gundam? The, I, don't I think Gundam's know, when man. you get in them, but I actually, I honestly, I couldn't tell you. I think Gundam you. is a, a very specific intellectual property that Is it? I thought it was mechs. specifically about large <laughs> mechs. Yes. I don't know, Automaton but my dog is ro- rotating my chair and try, because I have food in one hand. She's trying to steal it from me. <laughs> Loaf deserves shrimp. I know she does, and I really want to give it to her, but she's been really aggressive about begging for food recently, so I have to, like, chill. <laughs> oh, I wonder how that happens. Because I always... Pidgey doesn't well... know anything about that. <laughs> yeah. Hey. She just demands to be cradled like a baby. He's so cute, though. He also... My cat... Um... So anytime I'm, I go into the bathroom... Doesn't matter if I'm I'm like doing bodily business or brushing my teeth or whatever. If I am in the bathroom, washing my hands, if I am in the bathroom, and I live alone, so my door's never closed. Because I live alone and I have cats. So two reasons. Don't bite me. I'm telling a story. All right. Um, he will sit at the doorway of the bathroom, facing outwards for the entire time I'm in there, as if he's standing guard, but being polite. He's like a Secret Service agent. Like, where he's going to stand at the end of the stall, but he's facing outwards because he's a gentleman. And <laughs> then when I go to leave, oh, he turns back and confirms that I'm leaving and does, and then walks over to the food dish where he expects me to scratch his butt while he eats. I don't know how this ritual arose, but it is now very important to him. <laughs> oh, my God. Pidgey, you're my fucking idol. Oh my god, that's the funniest shit I've ever heard. You are his pet. I hope that you know. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get video evidence. Oh, video evidence of his savagery. I'm Look trying to fucking eat your this face. Is, this is human abuse. He's like, ah. I mean, he just wants you to give him butt scratches and stop uh, blaspheming his name on stream. Right. Okay, so anyway, I think, long story short, I think if I was running in a steampunk setting, Battlesmith would be really cool. In terms of mechanics, I don't actually have any issue with any of the artificer stuff it's mostly just like flavoring like Mm -hmm. 
you can't tell me that Armorer isn't like, what if Iron Man, but in D&D, because it 100% is. Yes, that's why it's dope as fuck. No, it's lame as shit. I don't want that shit. If I wanted to be playing with superheroes, I'd play a fucking superhero TTRPG. <laughs> like, there are so many other systems out there for superheroes. Get Iron Man. Get Iron Man out of D&D. Uh, okay, the, the reason March that all of these different genres get, like, co-opted and flavored into D&D is because one person at the table wants to play a superhero campaign so they can be Iron Man. One person wants to play a steampunk campaign so they can be Ed Elric. One person wants to play a fucking shonen so that they can be Naruto. I don't know. It's the first fucking character i get you know and i don't know enough about nerd individual characters <laughs> that, so. in D. that's why D D remains the central hub of tabletop rpgs yeah now, whatever i think are, that iron man is are lame. there better systems for doing that absolutely dozens but we're <laughs> kind of just stuck with D D at this point because it's the thing that everybody plays uh, rip indie games. Okay. Right. Um, so long story short, I'm we right. Should, you're wrong. Okay. We should start doing a segment. We should start doing a segment. About indie games? Indie game recommendations. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. I mean, I've played right some, now. but not a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to I'm, I'm put in like a sound cue here. It's going to be like, Indie Rex. Ba-da-bo. Hey, look. My Indie my indie Rex. If you haven't played it, if you haven't seen it, you should check out the system all out of bubblegum. It is perfect for people who love story and hate mechanics. All of the rules are half a page. You have one stat. It is bubblegum. You begin with eight pieces of bubblegum. You roll any any action you want to take that your game master decides should require a roll. They're going to categorize it as either kicking ass or chewing bubblegum. If you would like to kick ass, you need to roll higher than your bubblegum number. If you'd like to chew bubblegum, you need to roll lower than your bubblegum number. And then there's, I believe the the, the technical rule is um, if you want to chew bubblegum and you don't make your roll, you have to put a piece of bubblegum in your mouth. It might be the other way around. It's not important because the way I play it is if you fail any roll, you got to put a piece of bubble gum in your mouth. So that stat decreases and you have gum in your mouth. Jesus. So as the game goes on, as you fail more rolls, you end up with gum in your mouth. And it's very hard to talk your way out of a situation with gum in your mouth. Also, as that number gets lower. So if, you ru- if you're all out of bubble gum, your only, your only option, option is to kick is to ass. Kick ass. <laughs> oh my God. It is very good. Well, my... Uh, indie game recommendation, uh, since we're talking about superheroes, would be the Sentinels Comics role-playing game. Uh, it is a great system for doing superheroes and telling stories like you're in a fucking comic book. Um, it's pretty it's pretty light on mechanics, and it's all about, like, designing your own superhero or other character. If I mean, it's not just for superheroes, but... Um, but, like, designing it to be, like, abilities that are yours specifically... And uh, work exactly how like you want them to for your that's very particular cool. brand. Yeah, it's really cool. It's not like here's a generic ability. It's like here are some ideas. But if you want 
if you want to play a character whose ability you have two and you have kick ass or chew bubblegum, those can be mm-hmm. two different things. And you can make that uh, you can make that little like a social skill and a fighting skill if you want to do that. So, so do you is is there any issue ever with like figuring out damage these abilities do if they're like combat um, abilities? <clears throat> so I haven't um, played in it since uh, there was some rules editing, but um, but I know that there basically is anywhere from a D4 to a D12 um, of like the main dice that you use. Um, and different abilities do different things. And then also there's um, sort of like an encounter tracker where you start normally in like the green zone. And then as things get more intense, like in a fight, you'll like move into like the yellow zone and your you, things are more dangerous, but your characters are also stronger. So it's like, you know, when uh, a hero gets knocked down and you're in the red zone now and like everything's like oh my god are they gonna die blah 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 blah. and then they turn Mm. around and have some big epic thing that they can do you get like stronger as the things go on so it's really fun it it bases off of that yeah that sounds dope sounds like a great uh system for fun storytelling yeah it's 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 all about fun storytelling so yeah yeah so those have been our indie recs of the week now go check out those games wow (laughs) there we go incredible Okay. We're putting some music cues now. Oh god. Um so All right, so Artificer. Best mm. one is uh Alchemist. Great. All okay. Right, moving on. Moving on. Um the next one is Barbarian. Let's see. Let me look at this list here. I don't know a ton about all of them. Um Barbarian, the only one I really know is um I feel like everybody plays Bear Totem. Everyone plays Bear Totem. See, the thing is, Totem Warrior, you can pick any totems, but everyone plays Bear Totem because it's OP. Right. Um, the cool thing about Totem, though, is that, about, like, Path of the Totem Warrior, is that you don't have to pick Bear every time. Like, you're not locked into, like, oh, I picked Bear at the beginning, so all of the stuff I do is Bear. At third level, you can pick Bear, and then at, like, I think six levels when they get their next one or something like that, you could pick, like, Wolf instead and, and, and change your abilities that way. So that's kind of cool. Um, honestly, I really like Berserkers. I I really love the sort of just like throwing mm, yourself mm-hmm. into fighting. Um, and like, you know, when they're, I think, sixth level, they get, um, they get like the sort of like mindless rage or whatever the fuck. So like they can't be charmed. So they're like, no, fuck you. I'm just going to swing and hit shit. Yeah. <laughs> you I, can't I, control I, me. I, I'm actually going to agree with you here. Berserker um is is the best because i like the idea of being able to like flip your shit uh-huh in exchange for taking a point of exhaustion like that yeah. feels very yeah it's got that that verisimilitude mm-hmm. it like feels like it it should be it feels truthful to yeah it feels like yeah you're just like really get into it yeah yeah, yeah yeah i really i really dig it i think other um shout outs would probably be um path of the beast i do really enjoy also um i think those that's that could be a really fun way to do like a minor lycanthropy story without actually having to deal with lycanthropy which i think could be cool and then um i also recently looked at wild magic and while i am not normally a fan of wild magic i really like the wild magic barbarians wild magic barbarian is is neat i've heard a couple i feel like that is the favored subclass of 
of actual play shows and podcasts. That's because everyone likes Wild Magic. Because but you don't have to it, deal it, with yeah, the downsides just, of Sorcerer Wild Magic. Yeah, it just throws like, a monkey wrench into your shit. Right. Like, I like how all of the Wild Magic stuff that it does, too, is tied to, like, when you go into a rage and, like, when your shit's happening. When you're using your abilities versus, like... All the all the sorcerer wild magic one does is make me feel like I shouldn't cast spells because I could accidentally TPK my party, <laughs> and that feels bad. Um, so I, I don't like that. I'm not a fan of things that make you uh, make you really, not want to use your abilities. Really depends on the game. It really does, but, like, at level one, you can accidentally cast Fireball Centered on yourself, and even, like, even at half damage, especially as a sorcerer, you're going to instantly die from that. <laughs> I mean, I, I look at my characters, if you're starting at level one, like Victorian children. Like, don't get too attached. <laughs> don't even put a lot of thought into the name or anything until they're at least three years old, because... This is just boy. <laughs> yeah. This is my garbage boy. I found him in the gutter. <laughs> As Beth likes to say. Oh, my God. That's about both my character and myself. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> um, no, it's all accurate. It's wonderful. Oh, my goodness. But yeah. So anyway, uh, wild magic sorcerers suck. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, did you have anything else to say about barbarians? Uh, no. No. Uh, or yeah the the berserker is the best yeah i agree um okay bards i really enjoyed the ua version of college of eloquence um because i thought it seemed a little bit more focused on persuasion versus like the the newer one is sort of like the negatives and positives of talking to people and I'm not mm -hmm. really a fan of that. I kind of wish that they had just steered into, like, mm -hmm. motivational speaker bard. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but also, mm -hmm. lore bards kick ass. So, you know. I was going to say, I'm going to hear you out. And then three words. Extra magical secrets. Yeah, extra magical secrets. Yeah, lore bards are, like. Lore bard. Can are be obviously the one to pick. Like Anything. Any, any, any character archetype you could possibly want to play who who d talks a lot lore bard is the direction to go with it if you want to play a social character of any type lore bard got you covered because yeah. when you get that first round of magical secrets early you can start specializing your spells whatever direction you want yeah and and bards are are surprisingly low on uh amount of spells that you get which i didn't really realize um because i've never yeah, like, like the, properly the played one bard list yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Of... Well, and like how many spells that you know too, like early on is like you only know mm -hmm. X amount and that's like kind of it and you're like, "Oh shit, okay." Oh yeah. Um, yeah, you got to you got to be selective. You don't have that right. prepare from your full list every day bullshit and you don't have that write down every spell you find bullshit like Yeah, and you don't you... get two two spells per level, you only get one. Yeah. You're like, you, "Really what?" You got your routine. All right. You are right. that street busker who knows six songs. Yep. But plays yep. them real fucking good. Plays them real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, but the thing was, so I, you know, 
I actually played this on on Mercs. Um, I played Ophelia, who was an eloquence bard, and I I wanted to make this sort of like not really. I mean, she could play music, but she that wasn't her focus. She was just kind of like a sweet person who wanted to motivate people and like make them mm. feel good about themselves. And so eloquence bard was like really great because you got like innate casts of calm emotions, which was really awesome and um. And sort of more things that were focused around just, like, buffing your team or diffusing combat situations. And they, like, changed it. And I just, like, don't like it. I'm like, I want to use the UA, though. <laughs> so I liked it better when it was unbalanced. I don't necessarily think that it was unbalanced. I didn't really look at the higher level abilities on it. So, like, it, that it could be, it could have been that it was just, like, kind of OP, whatever. But, like, Calm Emotions is not a spell that is used very frequently. Um... I don't know. It's probably the spell that Rolda, my cobalt <laughs> cleric, used more than any. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, I think a lot of people... Partially just because she was kind of stupid um, and was just like... Did you play two bards? This person's upset. No, she was a, a cleric. Oh. Oh, sure. Okay. But she's just like, oh, this person's having a bad day. Not even stupid. No, she's just very nice. So she's like, oh, this person seems like they're having a bad day. Calm emotions. Right, but it's gr it's great for being like, hey, things are a little tense right now. Why don't we just calm down a little bit and and not fight? You know, like, I don't know. I just kind of love that, and I'm sad that it changed. Um, to abilities that are cool, but like because it wasn't exactly the way that I had built my specific eloquence bard, mm. I was upset about it. <laughs> oh my! I was like, how dare they do this to me? All right, what's next? Next is, I think, Cleric. Yeah. Cleric. cleric. Grave. Hi. Grave domain. I mean, yeah, that's that's what everyone thinks. I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to throw. Um, it's true. I'm going to throw peace in there, man. Peace domains. Really fucking cool. Like peace domain. All right. Pitch me on peace domain. Peace domain has a spell that's basically like bless for 10 minutes except it's not concentration so you can also have bless going <laughs> um and it can be any number no equal oh it's only okay well they changed it but it's still it it's like equal to your proficiency bonus so it gets better as it as it goes on um of of creatures within 30 feet of you and they get a, a d4 added to any attack roll ability check or saving throw um once per turn and it doesn't cost a spell slot to use it's just a it's just an ability that you have okay but grave domain you get probably the the best two abilities out there i don't know i don't remember what they're actually called but i was referred to them as fuck you in particular and <laughs> oh no they didn't uh, <laughs> the fuck you in particular is the one where you can just mark someone and then make them vulnerable to all of the damage they take next turn or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's pretty intense. And then. And then it's, so you've got to have a team that can coordinate and be like, oh, okay. The next hit on this person has to be. Has to be a big, a big boy. Yeah. Let's not waste this on a fucking dagger or some shit. Right. Um, and then the other one it, they, that I call. Oh, no, they didn't. Uh, is the. You can just cancel a crit. Right. They sure. also. Um, when they get up there, they can cast, I think it's revivify from a distance. Oh yeah. They can cast, they can cast, um, is it revivify I think, or like, is it, 
I think it's um, Spare the Dying. Um, spare the Dying. Yeah, you can cast Spare the Dying from 30 feet yeah. as a bonus action. So yep. you can just be like, hit, hit, and also get up. Yeah, well, Not and really also, up, but don't also when you heal someone who's at zero hit points, they you just do maximum amount do of maximum healing, healing that you can do on yeah. that spell. It's yeah. I mean, grave clerics are pretty are pretty. You want to fuck people up? Pog. You're good. You want to be a healer? You're good. Good. Yeah. Like it is. You you are the person that is. And I know a, we got we got chat saying that like light cleric, um, because of fireball. But I I think that I think that fireball hot take I think fireball is over fireball uh, is fi- fireball is is I mean look it's it's overused a overhyped it, I know I it, get that it's a classic but like come on guys destroys but it's like fireball is so two thousand late <laughs> fireball is so basic it's like <laughs> it's it's so this is chewy yeah it's it's just like oh. You're a wizard and you cast fireball. Okay, I'm glad that that's your personality. <laughs> like fucking, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, come on. I also cast magic missile. Fucking <laughs> no! Get that shit out of here. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Um. Awesome, I I would awesome I would see awesome a, an argument for Twilight Domain too. Twilight's pretty cool. Honestly, all of the cleric stuff is really cool. We've talked about this a little bit, but like clerics are the best class. Clerics are insanely they're the most OP class. Yeah, they're so kids. great. Um, Actually, I don't know if I'd say best, but they're the most OP. Like mechanically, cleric yeah. is the best class. Sure. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's from so many editions of people being like, oh, the cleric is just like the heel bitch class. And so when they came out with 5e, they're like, okay, motherfuckers, let's do it. <laughs> they're like, you want to fucking be an insane cleric of war? You got it, man. Right? I'm telling you, t- a backpack cleric. War God's blessing all on that bitch, dude. Is backpack cleric strapped to your barbarian is a juggernaut. It's it's an unstoppable combo because right. you, you throw that uh, spiritual guardians out. And they just plow through the battlefield. Right. And they've got, like, medium armor proficiency also. They've got, like, a lot more, like, weapons proficiency than most casters. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they get proficiency in wisdom saves, which is pretty pog. Like, it's a yeah. pretty big one, you know. Anyway, yeah. so I think that I also have really been enjoying my Tempest Cleric. But, again, I think that the higher level tempest stuff is a little bit lame i think that it kind of peaks at at low levels which like is Mm -hmm. fine if you're playing like low level campaigns which i normally do but if you don't i think very few people play past like 15 right which is like highest end a lot of people stop at 10 i think that once you're a tempest cleric you can just fly at level 14 (laughs) um all right so that's pretty cool but like the the one that they get at like nine or whatever is kind of boring i think um I no, I people... lied. Not not 14th level, 17th level. That was a lie. I lied to you. The best it's... the best explanation I've I've ever heard of like leveling when people are like, ah, it's like so you know, this is too weak at this point. Or like their people are too strong in 5e. This is the complaint you hear from a lot of old school gamers. Is 5e just like makes everyone into gods too quickly. The power and creep. It's like, yeah, that's kind of how it's supposed to be. Because basically, at a level zero is a normal person. Right. Level one is an exceptional, exceptional person. Right. Anything level beyond that is already is a hero. kind of yeah. Level ten is a legend. Level fifteen is a unstoppable force of nature, and level twenty is a god. Yeah. Like, 
This is how I you would be I would argue this. that you become a god w- before level twenty. Um, you think? Yeah, I think that. I think that it goes like basically, you go hero of a town at first second level, hero of like a city at mm-hmm. like fifth level, hero of a country or something like that at tenth level, and then like probably honestly fourteenth level and up, you're like hero of the world. Um, so it's like. Shazam, Batman, Captain America. Wait, why would you put Shazam at the Superman. bottom? Why wouldn't you put like Spider-Man is a pretty small city. Because Spider-Man protects New York. Shazam protects Philadelphia. <laughs> That's fair. I, I watched okay. Shazam on the airplane. Uh, sure. No, the, it's like, I actually also just watched Shazam, so I just thought I, it was funny. Shazam on a phone on the airplane is, I think, the correct way to watch that movie. <laughs> like any, anything else is just... Yeah. You know, excessive. Yeah. <laughs> Any larger screen, and the only thing that you're really watching it for is to look at Zachary Levi in high definition. <laughs> right. Dude got yoked. Come on, you Flynn tell- Rider, let's go. You can tell that they totally put him in. The only thing I know him from is Chuck. Oh, he's he's the voice of Flynn Rider. Uh, um, they totally put him in lifts. You could tell, like, he's sure, he's not yeah, as tall as they were trying to shoot him. A lot of the time, though, they do that anyway. Like, a lot of actors mm-hmm. are actually really short, um, and a lot mm-hmm. of actresses are of similar height to them. So, like, a lot of actresses are, like, 5'6", five, 5'7", five, and a lot of actors are, like, 5'8". <laughs> um, or you end up with the other thing where you've got... Oh, someone uh, who's, like, 6'1", and then, like, 5'2". Five, five, yeah. <laughs> and then you've got a dude who's just, like, normal height, like me, like, 5'10". Uh-huh. But it's but very they hard look to like a frame giant. that. Yeah, it's very yeah. hard to frame that when somebody's head comes up to like my lips. Yeah, I think there know? was that one movie called like Kissing Booth or whatever the fuck, where the main actor was like six foot something, and the main actress was like I think like five four. <laughs> so it was just like she just looks tiny in comparison yeah. to him. It's very funny. Anyway, All right, Dungeons we're, we're drifting and way off. Yes. Let's go to sellout time. Oh shit! <laughs> and then uh, come back. Currency can be exchanged for goods and services. Consume. Obey. Okay. Okay. Uh, so what next one. Next? I believe it's Druid. Sorry, my thing's scrolling all slow. Yes, we got Druid next. I Yeah, I'm not super familiar with Druids. I feel like everyone is circle of the moon because they everyone, want to be a bear everyone plays circle of the moon because you get better wild shapes literally mm-hmm. every single person it's really boring uh you want to talk basic circle of the moon's the most basic shit in the entire world so so what's the best one then i think honestly i really like circle of stars um okay. i really like the sort of theme behind it you get an alternative use of your wild shape instead of it just being oh i can wild shape into not as good of a thing um you you can uh, use your wild shape to turn into um, like these like different like constellation forms and they do different things. Um, yeah, it's really fucking what? cool. Yeah, everyone rides okay. the dick of Circle of Spores because Circle of Spores has some really cool stuff too. But like Circle of Stars, underrated. I really like it. Yeah, you have you have this thing where first of all you get extra um, uh, cantrips and and spells like prepared whatever because. Um, because you uh you like 
are attuned to the stars and you have a little star map as like your focus and whatever. So like mm-hmm. I designed a druid that I never actually ended up playing, but was like uh, a ship's um, navigator. And I was like, and her star chart is like what she uses for like casting and stuff. And I just thought that that was really cool. Anyway, so you get mm-hmm. guidance as a cantrip. You also get guiding bolt as a spell, um, which is really dope. And then um, you can cast guiding bolt without expending a spell slot. Uh, an amount of times equal to your proficiency bonus per long rest, which is cool as shit. Um, and then you're you're you have three different star forms that you can take, um, and they do different things. One of them is like an extra damage buff. One of them is an extra healy buff, um, and then one of them is like a you want to roll not lower than a ten. Here you go. <laughs> what so. uh, what is Circle of Dreams and in- chat um talking about circle of dreams circle of dreams but just i also just described i just just described i just built a circle of shepherds druid which like i um is kind of like what if you did totem uh barbarian but druids is kind of how it seems tell me me about circle of dreams though but a circle oh i I thought you were saying you wanted to wait for no i want you to answer my question you are the expert you know I things about you D&D. said That's you said chat you said chant specifically so i thought you were waiting on them yeah i know um <laughs> you fucker so um the circle of dreams is like a, a fey connection druid okay. um so uh you can do a little bit of a healy thing out to 120 feet which is is pretty cool um you basically have like a pool of dice of i think it's d6s um that uh at any point as a bonus action you can point to a creature who's within 120 feet of you and spend a number of those dice and you have a dice it's is, equal to are these your dice separate level. from hit hit dice or are you mm-hmm. pulling from your hit dice pool? No, no 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 you have a pool of energy like like lay on hands is like a pool of energy yeah. okay um it's like it's like druid lay on hands except also it reaches out to 120 feet um, okay. And you get a and die then, instead of just allocating a certain number from your pool. Right. So it's okay. it's a D six, cool. um, and it's you have it. one per every uh, druid level that you have. So yeah. you know when you get this, you have two, and you can go. Okay, I'll give you all two D six or just one D six or whatever for a healing sure. thing. Um, I dig it. I'm into it. Yeah. The target also gains one temporary hit point per die spent. So at a minimum, you heal two hit points. Um, and then they yeah. do get they do get a sort of like like Rishi said um, they have like a misty step kind of a thing at when you get to six level um, you can uh... oh wait hold on I'm looking at the wrong thing wait wait hold on a second that's wrong how are you like you this thing isn't misty step this is um. This is like you get a you get a thing that's basically like um uh the tiny hut. Mm-hmm. That okay. is like um, it's very different from Misty Step. Yeah, I don't know what the You get Misty Step at tenth level. That's what it is. Um kind of. Got it's not it. actually Misty Step, but it's like as a bonus action you can teleport up to sixty feet away. Um or you can use your action to teleport someone else thirty feet away. So that's kinda cool. Ooh. Dude, okay, yeah, no, I'm on board with Circle of Dreams because I can't tell you how many times I wish I could use my Missy. I took Missy Step as a magical secret. Can't uh-huh. tell you how many times I wish I could use it on someone else. Sure, yeah. Because it was uh-huh. just like this asshole is about to die. Because our fucking warlock <laughs> likes to be on the front lines of battle. 
But he's got his big, what's his name? Like Big Sexy or whatever? The skeleton? No, he lost Big Sexy. <laughs> he lost Big Sexy? When, when we That's got teleported out of Strahd's castle, Big Sexy got lost in the fray. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. For those of you out there who don't know, the warlock in my ongoing uh, online campaign over at Mercs Mischief, uh, he's, he's got some strange notions. About what warlock cannon should be, um, and he's he's got a weird. I don't. I I hesitate to use this word because people like always associate it with a sexual thing, but I'm gonna use this accurately. He's got a weird fetish for like skeletons <laughs> as friends. So like this this warlock character I'm talking about. I'm talking about the character. Um, well, wa- I mean. Like, once undead i mean look I, if if we, Sky could have Sky. skeleton friends he probably would but he accepts that that's not reality um if we bought him or at least that verbally he, he accepts 12 that's foot he tall says, skeleton or whatever from home depot you know he would want the shit out of it what makes you think he doesn't have one Faye? i don't know man because they're over a hundred dollars to buy does he have one i think so <laughs> Oh my god! Actually, I don't remember if he if he actually got it. He was talking very much about getting it, but I don't know if he actually got it because I think his wife stopped him. He does have a skeleton like model in his house that one of those like. I too wanted that giant thing. ass skeleton, and right? yet here we are making yeah, responsible are. decisions with our money. Okay. Um. So, but but yeah. So he's got a, a tomb guardian that's like his buddy. Uh, a tomb guardian is a four-armed skeleton who is meant to guard a tomb when this tomb guardian was summoned from a magical item that he's been sitting on for a year. Uh, the tomb guardian wanted to be directed to the tomb, and he convinced it, which wasn't very hard because it's not an intelligent creature. It is a fucking, like, guardian. bone robot, basically. A but bot. he still loves it as if it were an intelligent creature, as if it were his child. Or his father, I don't know, somewhere <laughs> in between. Um, he can he, he he told it that he is the tomb <laughs> because there's a skeleton and a soul inside of him. Therefore, the tomb guardian should follow him around and protect him. <laughs> and Jesus so Dean was like, "All right, fuck it, let's go with this." And so the the tomb, if somebody gets too close to the warlock, <laughs> the tomb guardian, or at least did. You know, before we went missing. Rest in peace. Uh, shout out. Protect the tomb. No one may enter the tomb. <laughs> so, obviously, this has turned into a bunch of subtle references to the warlock's chastity. Um, yeah. You told me this before, but I forgot. <laughs> Yeah. And that just so. makes me so happy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Okay. We should talk about D&D more, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Final I'm, answer, I'm, Circle of I'm, Stars is pretty cool. I'm I'm going with Dreams. All that's right. fair. That's a fair That's a fair thing. Drew, dreams is pretty cool, too. Okay. All right. Fighter. I fucking love fighters, man. I love them. <laughs> I think they're I great. I, I couldn't... Uh... I couldn't name a fighter for a subclass. I have seen Arncane Archer do some cool things, um, but I don't like that you only get two arrows. 
Um, oh, who tracks ammo? Mm-mm, no, no, no. They're magical arrows. Oh, whatever. It's like spell. No, no. It's like you can cast. You have a banishment arrow that you can cast the spell banishment with one of them, but you only ever at maximum get two or something. Echo Knight I think maybe is, you get a higher. Maybe you get more, but. Echo Knight is one I've heard a lot of hype around. Isn't it basically you're a JoJo character? Isn't it the one? I don't know anything about JoJo's bizarre I, world adventure I've never, thing or it's whatever. It's one of those things I've never watched it, but I'm so tangentially aware of it. It's something. It's like you summon an ancestor to fight with you or something like that. It's it's basically, I mean, it might be mechanically similar to that, but Echo Knight is like effectively you from another timeline. It's like a shadow of you, and you can like hop back and forth between your your shadow self. Oh, and, really? And so yeah, so you can have you an from Echo. Timeline? Okay, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's all about like it, it's it's one of Matt Mercer's things. It's all about like chronergy magic, which is like time magic, mm-hmm. um, and like dunamancy and shit. Um, so, uh, we're, we're doing some, in my game. So the storyline is we had a timeline collide and all that sort of shit. And my character got like broken in the process. That would probably work really well for Echo Knight. And so, well, um, and so like storyline wise, basically I I went and had a chat with Mistra and she was like, Hey, uh, keeping an eye on you. Cause... (laughs) Oh, you're doing broken magic like this is new magic that no one's ever done. So if you play it cool, I will support you investigating this, but do not push the limits or I will fuck you up. And I mean, I that like, sounds like okay. a great way to introduce like all of the dunamantic magics because it's like, yeah, it's well, like time and gravity. And and that's what, that's what I was thinking. But I was I was talking to Puck and we still haven't settled on like, oh, are we goodness, legit so going to try to brew up some new spells or are we just going to pull dunamancy into the campaign? Dunamancy seems like the, I mean, like why why make something that right. already exists? But right, it seems like um, But you know, I also am someone who homebrews literally all the shit all the time. Like I'm currently right. reworking Circle of the Land, so I wanted to say Circle oh. of the Land Druids, but Circle of the Land you can't Druids call fucking Circle blow. Land, you get, like call it like Circle of the Dirt. No, I could call it Circle of the Land. It's in uh, it's in the SRD. It's the one in the SRD, so I can 100 percent call. I'm it not Circle saying of the Land. like legally. I'm saying like. You no, know. I'm just reworking it. It's a it's a rework. It is Circle of the Land, but what if I made it not shitty? <laughs> um, but then it's not really Circle of the Land. It's different. Look, I don't sure, want to get into anyway. This, I think Battle Masters are cool. I still think Battle Masters are cool. Um, Battle Masters useful, yeah. Like, I love them. Superiority dice. Yeah, superiority dice are pretty awesome. Having the different maneuvers is really cool, and you can do really unique builds with that. Like if you wanna, if you wanna make a swashbuckling pirate, you can take parry and repost, and you have several attacks, so you're constantly going like ting 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 ting. It just like feels really good. Um, versus I like, we'll 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 get to that shit. You can play a swashbuckler rogue, but it's not the same. It doesn't feel the same. Swashbuckler Rogue has some cool stuff. It doesn't feel the same as playing uh, a Battlemaster fighter as a sword-wielding pirate come at me. Also, the fact that you can do unarmed as a fighting style now is real cool, and I dig it. Anyway, uh, but that's a fighting style. That's not a subclass. So, monks. I do... (sighs) Drunken Master. Only answer. (laughs) The only monk uh, subclass I've ever played was a UA that turned into a homebrew one. Um... So I don't really know a ton about them. There's a lot of them drunken, that I think are kind of lame. Um, I think that drunken master is the only way to go. 
if you <laughs> why is that why is that jonathan because you can clear a room of minions in like one turn and not with some aoe shit just by like hitting every single person in one turn wait punch everyone on. to death in one turn and also you get to just like if you're the one person in your game group that gets belligerently drunk during the game like the role play just does itself for you <laughs> wait oh you're talking about like when it gets all the way to 17th level um yeah gotcha oh, jesus you can make up to three additional attacks with your flurry of blows that's insane that's so right? many holy shit that's like like that's what it's that thing of when like uh jackie chan or bruce lee get, finds themselves in the middle of a thing or and and they have to just like fight their way everyone out. once sure to clear out a whole fucking room of people in three seconds Sure. And also... Or get a million hits on one person uh, real also, Jackie, fast. Also, Jackie Chan's Legend of Drunken Master is a great movie. So. <laughs> sure. I think um, I would probably say... I would probably say Shadow just because Shadow is the better way to play an assassin. It is. It is. <laughs> it's like you, it's, you go three levels into Rogue to actually get the assassinate feature and then be a Shadow Monk. <laughs> And you literally can just teleport in and out of shadows. <laughs> like, that's just a thing they do. Fucking what? <laughs> also, I mean, Ripley of the Four that. Elements being very uh, thematically interesting and mm -hmm. wanting to be the Avatar and simultaneously being the fucking worst subclass. <laughs> it's real I, what's, bad. Why is it the worst? What's so bad about it? Uh, one of the main things is just that, like, you have to use a lot of key points. Um... Like, now in, like, the later editions of things, the spell casting is, like, an amount of key points equal to the spell level. And in four elements, it's an amount of key points equal to the spell level plus one. And so you're just, like, using... A, it just, like, uses a lot of key and doesn't really do as powerful of things as you would think it would. Key for spell casting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they they get spells through that. They use their key um, and hmm. instead of doing... Um, now... If you're going high level, weigh the open hand. Weigh the open hand's really cool. The quivering palm. The fucking quivering palm. It's fucking nuts, man. We played man. a level twenty-one shot, and I, I, I played um, a, a, in uh, we were like adventurers, retired adventurers getting together for one last job. Was kind of the premise. The queen sure, they protected for years was in trouble once again. Um, and so I played a geriatric turtle. Good. Incredible. Good for him. Um, senile magic ninja turtle was what I was going for. His name was Raphael. Of course it was. But he wasn't so much a radical dude as like a cranky old Spanish man. <laughs> okay. He's from Barth Barcelona, which is an island near Trult. I remember I remember you telling me about things. that. Yes. Um and <laughs> the first location we were at was basically a fucking like go-go club. <laughs> and one of the with with dragon boards whose names I will not repeat. Uh but one oh. of them 
Oh no. Uh, I was I, I like I decided he was being disrespectful because he wouldn't come join us on our quest. And so I hit him with the quivering palm. And I was like Good. When you when you receive the call, if you do not answer, you will die. Jesus. And so fast forward a couple hours and I have like fucking die just blown the fuck up in the boss battle because we were fighting in basically an invincible thing. Um, sure. <laughs> and then Good, so I'm homebrew. like, fuck it, cutscene. Like, my spirit still exists. Because <laughs> Sky was DMing this. It was for <laughs> our friend's birthday. Um, and he's like, ah, you're, sp- you're still there, like, in spirit. What, if you want to do something on your turn, you can't do anything mechanically. And I'm like, oh, okay, no, my spirit appears back in that go-go club. <laughs> young man, young man, the time is now. You must go. You must go to the queen. Did he go? He went and he brought all the rest of the strippers with him. Nice. <laughs> they hey. charged in and well, dug out the survivors. Go. It was great. Oh, my God. All right. Holy shit. Okay. All right. Next one. Oh, God. Paladins. I know very little I, I know paladins. jack shit about I know. Paladins. Jack shit about paladins. I played a paladin and I can't remember what my cla- what my oath was. Your oath? Yeah. I I feel, I feel like, like the, it was something about pretty things. There's there's the edge lord answer, which I feel like because paladins have such a bad rap, people all play Oathbreaker. Either A to be an edge lord. Oathbreakers are edgy though. The Oathbreakers are like nine out of ten times shittier than people who just normally play paladin. No, that's what I'm saying. This people will play Oathbreaker either because they're an edge lord or because they don't want to get shoved into that archetype of like I have to enforce my god's law, you know. So they're just like, yeah, I don't really follow God anymore. Yeah. Or they want to do a redemption arc, which is real deep and you know emo. I think that I played an Oath of Redemption Paladin. Oh, that's even more redemption arc. That's even yeah. But but was all about the sort of I think that that's what I did because but I but I was like serving a god who I was basically in a cult (laughs) like I was literally like in a beauty cult with one of the other players in the game and we were constantly looking for like beautiful people to send back. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) to send back to be worshippers or to be worshipped. No, to be wor- to be worshippers in our beauty cult. It was basically like I think we were all like what kind you, you of keep saying beauty cult. Like this is a common thing. I should understand. <laughs> well, think of like a cult with like okay. a cult leader that everyone's okay. like you know family or whatever. But I think that everyone also kind of fucks the cult leader. It was sure, like that's that. A lot of cult, most most cults. <laughs> yes, it was it was like that, but specifically focused on like finding beautiful people <laughs> and beautiful things in the world. Um. And I think that I was so, an Oath of Redemption they, because- What did the cult worship, though? Did the cult worship beauty? There was a god that- Oh, god. Do I have my- Hold on. I think no, I have... no. Don't no. do that much research. Just give an I answer. Have, like, Nobody no, knows have... if you're lying or not. Just say something. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> what the fuck did your cult worship? I think we- I think we said we worshipped a god, but, like, really, we worshipped our cult leader? Like- <laughs> Okay, yeah, so it's a classic. The cult leader is a, you know, a, an yeah, earthly god. Yeah, something, something like that. I can't really remember. Right. I think I think that that was it's it. It's a cult so, of personality. 
I'm just going to say that one because they get calm emotions. And I remember having that, I'm pretty sure. And, uh... And they, oh, and it's it's sort of like a talky way. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did this because, like, they're, <laughs> one of their channel divinity things that they get is called Emissary of Peace. And as a bonus action, you can grant yourself a plus five to persuasion checks for the next 10 minutes. So nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so you can just, you can just Wait, very which, recruit people. <laughs> which one is this? <laughs> Oath of uh, Redemption. Oh, because you're more of a you're more of a talker instead huh. of like a, a a violent person. Huh. Um hmm. I also think that I was I was only there because I was protecting someone else who adamantly didn't do any sort of violent things at all. Um and so that was sort of the the thing that was going on there. Got it. Didn't get to play that paladin for very long though, uh, unfortunately because of COVID. Um but Aww. Yeah, we were in, playing an in-person game, uh, which was which had been my first in-person game in years, and then right. we had like three or four sessions, and then that was it. So, rip. Right on. Right on. Anyway, I don't really care about paladins. Everyone knows my feelings. If you listened to the one where the episode where we talked about <laughs> why paladins are the worst. Uh, <laughs> anyway, ranger. Okay. Ranger. <laughs> yeah. This is oh, another rangers. one. I don't, I don't, so you, you tell me. Oh, rangers. Educate me. Five E does Rangers so dirty. <laughs> so, in in older editions, Rangers were really over overpowered, like very very powerful things. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think in reaction to that, they were like, "What if we chilled them the fuck out?" Um, and the subclasses for Rangers are actually pretty cool for the most part. Um, they they just they sort of fixed Beastmaster because Beastmaster had a pretty big issue of like your your companion does not scale well with you yeah it's like a beast that will very die against you know a dragon um mm. so they they in tasha's they basically made them like more like spirits that you can call on and they're you know powerful and they change like their stats and stuff like that so i do the one ranger subclass that i'm like familiar with is the fucking edgy shadow something the gloom stalker gloom stalker yeah Fuck. like as much as i i'm like don't lean into the edgelord stuff mm, that gloom, gloom stalker man yeah yeah some shit up yep no i agree is, I, I, I feel like in a lot of the classes the edgelordiest subclass is the most powerful is the most powerful yeah it's either the edgelord or the like Goody two shoes. There's no like middle ground class where like you have a lot of powerful things. You have to have very very strong convictions one way or the yeah. other. It's like it's like gloom stalker, fucking assassin, way of the shadow. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Oathbreakers. Oath yeah. Uh, grave domain. Like. Well, and the death domain of of Claire. Death too. domain is pretty. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty that's your up. that's your edge lordy one that one is originally a villain only subclass so um yeah there you go um but uh but i think honestly like most of the most of the ranger subclasses are actually pretty interesting it's just that the ranger class itself is lacking which is sad um it, it hinges upon the game being very like explorative and in the wilderness a lot and whatever and just like a lot of D, &D games aren't run that way mm -hmm. um I mean, I think I think I, like I, I also you... plan on reworking Rangers just like a little bit, like not their subclasses. I think their subclasses, again, are great. It's just that like there's if you also know what your campaign's of... going to be, though, 
if you know, yeah, if you have a conversation with your DM beforehand, you know, right. like the the setting and the population, you can make your ranger real fucking hardcore. So right. if you're like, oh, well, this is going to be, you know, it's, it's all going to take place in one city. Cool. My preferred landscape is, is wherever. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's go on to rogues, motherfuckers. <laughs> Rogue, what's your favorite one? Oh, I mean, swashbuckler. Swashbucklers are, are very fun. Yeah. I think I like arcane tricksters. I think that those are my favorite. No, fancy footwork is where it's at. Fancy footwork is great. And I mean, like, it's, it's. Um, it also like the, the, uh, the rakish audacity is also mm -hmm. awesome. Like yeah. it is so good. I, yeah. I, I love swashbuckler, but. Throwing out the fucking sneak attack damage left and right. Yeah. But I, I still, I still prefer arcane trickster just because I love that sort of like little, little magic, little sleight of hand magic thrown in with like thievery thrown in with mm -hmm. stabbins. I, I yeah, I mean, it it kind of sucks to be. It's sometimes I don't know. It depends on how you feel and how you play. But I think especially if you're a new player, choosing a non-caster class ends up like kind of starting to feel lame a few levels in because you're like, oh man. Yeah. Until you get spells out, my cool shit doesn't happen for three more levels. Yeah, exactly. Until you get to about fifth level, you're kind of like, mm -hmm. well, I guess I'm just vibing. <laughs> right. And a lot of casters get their subclass at first level too, or like first or second level. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like sorcerers, wizards, clerics, all are at first level. Druids are at second. Um, warlocks are at first. I can't remember. I think it would make, warlocks are. It would make sense because you're. It would make sense. It would 100% make sense. Inherent um, to the characters. Yeah. Warlockiness. I first time I played rogue. I've only played a couple times. First time I played rogue. Uh, I uh we we were doing the the Mercs of Meowschiff stream. Good. Um and I was playing as Pidgey and so I decided he was a rogue. And let me tell you when I discovered when I actually read the sneak attack mechanic I was like holy shit you can do this every turn? You can do this on every turn? Why does anyone who plays rogue do anything other than attack, sneak attack, bonus action, disengage, go hide? Well, also, it's once per turn, not once per round. So if you make an opportunity attack, you can actually use sneak attack. You can technically use sneak attack on that also. Really? Because it's it's someone else's turn. It's not your turn. I feel like that is some hardcore rules lawyering right there. It is. There. It really is, and a lot of DMs don't allow it, and like that's totally valid. But like yeah. rules, rules is written. That is the truth. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about any of that. I don't. Uh, I would not. And like Jeremy Crawford, uh, like on like Twitter, was like, "No, this is very intentionally this way. Like it is very specifically. It wasn't a typo. It wasn't a mistake. Once. They never errated it. It was once per turn, not once per round. Yeah, it's it's nuts." <laughs> The question it can be hard to get sneak attack though mm -hmm. um from an attack of opportunity because yes. how are you hidden well you don't have it, to be like, hidden if somebody, you're if let's say you're a swashbuckler and there's no one else in in right. that AOE. Well, that's what I'm saying. like so yeah you or can if start there's someone else engaging and you guys both get a hit yeah yeah 
Um, it would be difficult to do. It'd be more like if they walk by you. I mean, but I think there's a, there's a scenario where it works. You're hiding in a haystack, mm-hmm. wait for somebody to walk by, and you're like, I sliced their Achilles tendon. Yeah, you better be doing extra damage with that because that <laughs> yeah. is a fucking, that is a fuck someone up move. Yes. Yep. That is a, ah! Oh. <laughs> yeah. That and is a fall. take them yeah. out of the equation real fast kind of move. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It should, should 100% do sneak attack damage. 100% agree. So that's uh that's how how it do how it be um anyway enough about rogues and how awesome they are i love rogues um also rip the thief subclass because you want it to be cool and it's not uh (laughs) unless you're playing very specifically like a heist sort of urban adventure and then it's fun um unless you're doing thief shit yeah if you're doing very specifically thief shit it can be pretty fun but if you're doing literally anything else, <laughs> it's it's okay. You know, it's like, cool, I can climb faster than normal <laughs> and also jump further. I mean, that's it. <laughs> that is dope if you're going to be around buildings and trees. Or if you're, um, I mean, like if you're around, like if you're if you're doing like oh, treasure hunting okay. stuff, though, too. Like, Hold on. What? Squirrel girl build. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you'd want to I feel like you'd want to pick monk because they can literally just run up vertical surfaces. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't have quite the same feel to it. Every monk can do that. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't have quite the same feel. I mean, okay. Sure. Doesn't have quite the same flavor. Fine. <laughs> because it doesn't get the jump distance. Fine. You know what? Yes. You're right. You've got to be able to jump from tree to tree. Fine. It has it's when you make a running jump specifically. So you gotta you can't just jump off a branch. You gotta Yeah, no run. run run down the branch and jump. It's it's like Avatar. Not the airbender, the 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 Smurfs in space. Oh, I've never seen that movie. <laughs> what? I it Disney, seemed lame. Disneyland built a whole fucking world around this and you haven't seen it? I don't care. It seemed boring. <laughs> okay, space Pocahontas. Fucking <laughs> No, it's space Fringley, actually. Oh sorry, sorry, sorry whatever anyway like, explicitly like it is specifically it is space ferngly that is the movie <laughs> right even to the names right huh? are some of the names similar or no is that a lot oh i don't i don't i don't think the names are similar no oh. but it's it's very much like corporation that uh, look we don't have time to get into it it's the same <laughs> fucking movie it's the same same story all right we're getting into sorcerers all right uh, we already know how I feel about wild magic because wild magic blows. It is the best kind of sorcerer. I disagree. I think that they're so lame. I think that I think that it that wild magic suffers from lol random a bit of like, oh wow, isn't it so <laughs> kooky and chaotic? And it's like, no, it's just kind of lame. It I, either something catastrophic happens, something kind of cool happens, or like your skin turns blue, and it's like, okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah. That's boring as shit. It's called fun. Here's my issue with it. It's called fun it. and flavor. And but here's here's the thing, specifically with flavor, is that I actually don't feel like it has much, right? Like when when you when you get a subclass, a lot of what it is is it's sort of imbued in the in the way that you work and move and and like it feel like that's what brings all of the flavor to your character. And wild magic doesn't even happen that often. It happens. If you cast a spell and then roll a d20 and roll a one, 
Like, yeah, and so, that's it. That's so the, the only time it ever happens. The flavor you're bringing in is that any time I try to use my magical power, there's a small chance that I could kill us all. Yeah, what a, and if what you take a great... That, but if, if you approach that roleplay-wise, seriously, it's very interesting. It's a very interesting thing to contend with because it's like you have to make those calculations like, I could help out my friends. I could also murder them. What a great way to make me not want to cast anything other than a cantrip. Like, that doesn't feel fun for me. That sounds boring. Like, was, like uh, again, it's a, it's a if you want to play that, which you clearly right. don't. But uh, and I, I think I, that's I, a very interesting character. I think it would be fun to play a sorcerer, play a spellcaster who's terrified to cast spells. That'd be a sure. very fun character to play. One time, me, not as like a whole fucking thing. I don't know. It just kind of seems boring think, to me. I don't think that would be fun to play one time. I think that would be only be fun to play an extended campaign because no, playing no, no. Out I that mean, story arc. I mean, I mean, like do play as. Here's the thing. I think that there's very little replayability with that. You can do that wizard in a, or sorcerer in a campaign one time and it'd be interesting. And then after sure. that, it's like, well, I've, or, I've already many, done that. I don't know how many campaigns or how often you start new campaigns, but I feel like if I can only have one character for each subclass, I got a lot to work with. I know, but, like, there are some that's like, you know, I really like this subclass. I don't mind playing it again versus, like... Wild Magic doesn't seem like it has any See, replayability that's to, me. to me. Playing the same thing over yeah, and over Yeah, but you again, can play an entirely different character with the same class. Yeah. Or, or with the same subclass. An entirely like, different character mechanics completely. And you can. Too. You totally can do that. But, yeah. like, I think something that I'm brings saying, value to a subclass is that there being so much, like, you could, you know, you could play someone who has this. You know, like I'm thinking like Tempest Cleric because that's just like what I'm what my current character is that I'm doing. Right. So it's like you could play someone who fucking like feels at home in a storm and is like, yeah. And like, I am the storm motherfuckers. And then you could turn around and play that same Tempest Cleric and it be like they're afraid to touch anything or anyone because they're scared that they're going to fucking shock them with lightning. I um, think I think if you're if you're. I think, that I think this a goes bunch- back to back to basically what we were saying earlier. Indie recommendation time is if you want a system where it's like I can make whatever character and the class and abilities are are completely independent. I don't want the class to at or the subclass to in any way, shape, or form inform my character's personality. There are better systems for that. Systems that don't use class that just let you build. Sure, and thing, I, like I, I, I get what system. you mean with that, like, for sure, and, and, but I, I think that the, you know, the class is the main, like, skeleton, and then, like, the, the subclass is, like, sort of the dressing on top of your character, I don't know, Wild Magic just seems so, I just, I so, quote-unquote, chaotic I, that it's boring to me. I, I guess I just don't worry about the replayability of a subclass, because I'm, like, I create a character, I make a person first. And then sure. figure out what their powers and mechanics what are. What fits with them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I do the same thing. I don't know. It just seems. That's like right. I that, said. That's, that's my style. That's my jam. Look. Wild Magic just seems like. So huh, I'm so quirky and interesting. The class. Um, it, it It's just, not like it, other girls. The class. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it seems like. That is exactly <laughs> what it feels like. And I can't stand it. Ah! 
Anyway, divine soul sorcerers are pretty cool because I never actually said. It's the, it's the manic pixie dream class. Fuck, man. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> I think that divine soul sorcerers are pretty cool. You get cure wounds and shit, so that's fun. Um, okay, sure. That's, that's, also, it. that's the whole thing. I think uh, sorcerers. Also, isn't there an edgy sorcerer, too, that. Um, there's shadow magic yeah there you go fucking a it's like probably the most mechanically the best one (laughs) as far as fucking people up goes i think that um like also clockwork soul is kind of cool too but i think that uh, honestly oh yeah the reason i've I've never actually played as a sorcerer before i was looking because um i've never played a sorcerer before because honestly like a lot of it in in what it is just seems like sort of like thematically disinteresting sorcerers are the trust fund kids of dnd yeah and it's just like yeah it's just like lame man i just don't like them i just don't like that it's like well you know 500 years ago my great 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 grandfather fucked a dragon and now i have magic sometimes like okay (laughs) that's just boring to me sorcerers are the trust fund kids they're just born with everything they could ever want and they're just like no 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 you know um wizards are like the kids who studied for many years and they got like a degree and then a master's and then a doctorate to, you know, be able to eke out a moderate living as an academic. <laughs> sure. Um, you know, they're there for the, the Yeah, but wizards the are still arguably the more magic. powerful. They and get more spells. And then you get bards spells. who are just like, I'm just dope. <laughs> Everybody loves me. You know how I cast magic? By being so fucking dope. Bro? Being so fucking popular, you don't even know. <laughs> I'm just so cool. People like me so much that it magic, gives me magic does what I want. I just look. I am so convincing. My personality bends the weave. All right, this is how fucking cool I am. Deal with it, nerds. <laughs> all right, we're on to warlock. We're almost there. We're in the home stretch. Warlocks. I don't know what an actual warlock is supposed to be because we had a. a you had a, an entire party of fucking warlocks. Had, exactly, what do you mean? we had an entire party of warlocks, and like every all the mechanics were being slightly fucked with. So like, I don't know. Oh sure. What the packs? I I guess the pack to the blade is probably the, the well, one I'm but most the thing with. that's that's a pact though. That's not that's not your subclass. So warlocks are a little strange. They get a pact. Yeah. Wait, what is technically the subclass then? Their patron. Their patron is their subclass. Oh. So you can be pact of the blade or pact of the tome or pact of the chain um, on with an archfey or a celestial or a fathomless or a fiend or whatever with any of those. Um, okay. Well, warlocks are the sugar babies. They um, are the sugar in babies. This, in this scenario. So I... I've heard great know. things Down about the genie, Fuck warlocks, man. but I haven't played a Memphis warlock stands. in many years. And when I did, I played a homebrew patron. Um, Pact of the Tome definitely wins for me, though. Pact of the Tome is the best one because um, you get to you get a wizard spell book, but as a warlock, so you can cast ritual spells. It's great. Um, yeah, I guess. And um, okay, Pact of the Tome is the least shitty warlock. Is the answer. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, I think that Archfey maybe sounds cool, but I don't really, I, I don't really know a ton about warlocks anymore. Um, I don't know, man. I think, I look if you're gonna do warlock, I think you should always homebrew your your patron. It should always sure. be yeah. like. 
But that is homebrewing your subclass. Like, like you should you should know that that yeah. is that is like fucking whatever, man. I want my patron to be. Is there like, I want my patron to be the DM. People have done that that's, before. That's what's really going on. People have done that before. Um, my like, patron is is Chris Perkins. <laughs> um, I've and... had, I've known someone whose uh uh God was Jesus. <laughs> in, in their D&D world. Um, yeah, so, you know, you can do whatever you want. Um, yeah, anyway, Warlocks are boring. Wizards! I love wizards. Their subclasses don't really mean a lot, though. Because <laughs> like, you can essentially still take whatever spells you want, right? Yeah, you just basically are, like, it, it costs you less money to if you're if you're an enchantment wizard to copy down new enchantment spells to add to your book. Um, and then they also they also get a couple of things like I know that like transmutation for example gets um gets like certain things like at like 6th level they get like a philosopher's stone basically which can give them dark vision or it can give you uh, a proficiency and an additional saving throw or okay. it can increase your speed or whatever. It can do a bunch of different things. And then whenever you cast another transmutation spell, you can change the attunement of it. Um, so are you saying transmutation is best? I think I think that probably I think that like evocations also kind of cool because you could you can cast, you know, fireball, but not hurt your entire party, even if they're in the middle of the fray, because you can it, you basically like sculpt your Spells. Okay, so which is the best? This was a simple question, and we've made we've complicated it. We've managed uh, to complicate this. I'm gonna say for every single uh, class oh, so far. Actually, you know what? So on this one, I just want an answer. I want a fucking answer. Faye, what is the best subclass for wizard? Bladesinger. I okay. forgot about Bladesingers. I just finished playing a Bladesinger. They're really yes. fucking cool. I I'm gonna say that one because oh, they're a actually, caster, but also a sword boy. Um. So divination is is the correct answer. Oh, you mean because you get the two twenties? You get that that thing. Yeah. Where you can just be like, yeah. Oh, looks like I'm gonna be real good at something today. And looks like someone else is gonna be real shit at something today. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I don't know. That kind of that ability seems like too meta to me. Um, it's you're a divination wizard. You're a magical person who can see the future. But then future why can't you do it all places? the time, Jonathan? Fucking <laughs> Don't huh? come at me. Blade singers are cool. Also transmutation I think would be my secondary. And then hmm. that that's Fair. that's that's my thoughts. Um I don't know I know jack shit about Bloodhunter, so unless you had an opinion on that, I'm not no. going to do that one. <laughs> no. I've heard that they kind of suck to play. Yeah, uh, I yeah. They suck so bad that even Talisman didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. I they basically they effectively just like damage themselves too much to really make yeah. them viable, is what I've heard. Uh, but I don't know. That's as much as I've got. I don't really know anything the, about the them. one example I know of somebody playing a blood hunter is Talisman Jaffa in Critical Role. And yep, and he was like, "What if I didn't?" Appears to be like mm, Druid. Maybe it's dead. When they when they he was a cleric. Uh. <laughs> there oh shit he was a cleric yeah he was a grave cleric um but uh, he does so much sport shit for some reason i thought it was a sport shit. he does have that sort of a vibe but um but yeah but i i think that um 
the blood hunter class was also very different when talison played it matt like updated it but you know whatever yeah, um going for... yeah because that was before they published so it was probably like right a ua playtest version basically right or something that was posted on the dms guild that was like a, still in process or something like that because that's what he did with gunslinger well isn't i thought so i thought blood hunter was a a class that matt mercer developed it, it is okay um so why would it be posted on dms guild that's what he did with gunslinger gunslinger is a uh yeah but that was back put up that was that was back in campaign one before they were like b- before Matt Mercer was D and D Jesus, <laughs> right? Um, I uh, I um, don't know. Did did uh, I'm, we're I think that... we're at a hundred. We're at an hour and twenty minutes. Whatever you're gonna I'm say, sorry. say it fast and let's wrap up. No, it's fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to the. I'll I'll, I'll bring it up later. Blood Hunter basically was published in his his other book. I think the the one that he didn't publish with D and D, the one that he published, the Taldore one, not the Wild Mount one. Oh. I think. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. Who cares? We get we did it. We got through all the classes. Hey, those That'll are be all, fun. those are all the correct answers. The ones I said hey. were all the the, the, the correct fuck? answers. You should have clicked at every one of them, just so your life was easier. Um. Yeah. No. I. I. I, I sh- would make editing easier if I sectioned things out. Uh, well. And someday, yet. Someday I'll learn how to do this podcasting thing. But until then, that's all we have for today, folks. Uh, be sure to check out all of our things. Links in the description for. We both uh, got link where trees. Where to find me? Link trees. To find my The Mad Makers stuff. I do some Twitch. I do some TikTok. I do some YouTube. I do most of my stuff over with Mercs and Mischief. Um, also, be sure to, if you love this music you're listening to right now, be sure to check out Dan T.S. Inferno. Link in the description. Fucking made this music custom for us. It is a banger, and I love it. Uh, be sure to, if you have any questions for us, you can tweet those at ProboPod. You can send them to proficiencybonuspodcast at gmail.com. You can go to proficiencybonuspodcast.com. There's a little form right there where you can fill it out. Or you can click through the link in the description of this episode to find the place where you can record your question for us to play on air and answer. Remember, we're not looking for actual questions. We're looking for real stupid scenarios. Woo. Shout out to my Danes. Favorite Shout out to my Danes. Uh, I do things on Twitch mostly, but also on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and Patreon. It's all under the name Mandari. M-E-N-D-A-R-I-I is how you spell that. All those links are in my link tree. And I think that that's me wrapped up real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Fantastic. Aren't you fucking proud of me? So remember all of my answers were the correct ones because this is not an expert podcast. Oh my God. We're enthusiasts, not experts. And you don't have to be either. Unless you're me and then I know what person. Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. Except goes. about paladins, because fuck paladins, man. Except I don't who know. knows anything about paladins? Who knows anything about Do paladins? Do paladins even know thyself? <laughs>